Hey talkers, welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English by practicing every day and also connect with a global community. This podcast is a mix of our Instagram lives and IGTV videos, along with other recorded content. Sometimes we just give tips on how to improve your English, and other times we talk about a wide variety of topics, sometimes with special guests. Most of the episodes are in English, some are a mix of English and Spanish, and in a few we only speak Spanish. I hope you enjoy, and remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco, or check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community and learn more about how we can help you. What's up, talkers? How much should we sleep? ¿Cuánto deberíamos dormir? Well, I'm going to go unscripted today and talk about this. Uh, I'll be very honest with you. I'm not going to give you the direct answer to that question because I don't know, and it probably does vary from person to person. But what I wanted to do is talk about this based on my personal experience because I've experimented a lot over the last couple of years with how much sleep I get, how much sleep I need, etc., etc. And I think this topic is super important because on the one hand, we assume, la mayoría del tiempo asumimos, que dormir más, sleeping more, in general, is good for our health. There are, of course, limits to that. But then at the same time, we can probably be more productive, have more hours in the day, get more things done if we can sleep less and effectively, right? If I'm making sense there. You've probably heard of some super high achievers who only sleep six hours or even five hours or four hours every night. Maybe they're part of the sleepless elite. Who knows, right? But anyway, this whole topic of sleep is something that is important to all of us because we spend a third or almost a third of our lives sleeping and obviously it must be important because if it weren't then evolutionarily humans would no longer do it and it's funny because scientists don't even really understand why exactly we need to sleep I mean there's a lot of research into it but anyway the point is I'm not here to try to answer those questions I'm here to share with you my experience on how much sleep I think I need or should get on average every night, right? So I'm going to share it a little bit in English, a little bit in Espanol. I'm going to explain where I got some of these theories. Also, you may have heard our recent episode called Que pasa a las 3.40 de la mañana? Um, and you may also hear a plane going overhead because I'm recording this outside. I love to record episodes outside in the morning. Um, if you that is one loud plane man i should really start doing these inside but i love to be outside because at keep talking we are a lifestyle brand and we believe being outside especially in the morning is a very good thing for our health anyway que pasa a las 340 de la mañana well i've been waking up at 3:30 a.m. every day for the last 3 weeks and i think i'm going to continue that anyway you can learn more about that que pasa a las 340 de la mañana if you'd like to check out that episode from a couple weeks ago now, right now, for example, it's 7.15 a.m. I've been awake for about four hours. I've done a lot of things. I meditated, I journaled, I did my exercise. I posted my exercise on my personal Instagram page where I always post it, Tumelson underscore fitness. I ate my breakfast. I posted our podcast episode for the day because, as you know, I record these in batches and do not record 
well, I'm recording, for example, today I'm recording this on September 17th, and I think it's probably going to go out on September 29th, maybe? I'm a couple weeks ahead of schedule. The point is, I've been doing a lot. I've been getting a lot done in the first four hours of the day by waking up very early at that 3.30 time. Now, maybe I'm loco, right? ¿Cómo vamos a despertarnos a las tres y media todos los días? ¿Verdad? Si tenemos planes, cosas familiares, si estamos despiertos hasta las 10, 11 de la noche, te mueres, ¿verdad? Después de despertarte a las tres y media por una semana de eso, no. Anyway, so, for me, I think, I think I need about six and a half hours of sleep per night, on average. Which means that I can usually go to bed at nine o'clock, on average, and be up at 3.30 and I get enough sleep. Now, for example, some nights I'm up a little bit later. Last night, for example, I was up till about 9.45 or 10 because I was out with a friend and so I only got about five and a half hours of sleep. Now, interestingly enough, the alarm did not wake me up this morning. I woke up by myself at like 3.12, right? So I slept like just under five and a half hours. Now, of course, I will feel a little bit tired throughout the day today, but I don't really need anything in particular. I drink two cups of coffee in the morning at about, well, right after I do my meditation. So at about four o'clock in the morning, I drink two cups of coffee, about 200 milligrams, which is sort of like half of the recommended maximum daily dose for adults. And I don't even drink like a pick-me-up. In English, this was one pick-me-up for like a second round of coffee, maybe in the middle of the day, right? If you're really tired. I don't even do that. Like on rare, rare occasions, I might, but I, I usually don't even need it, you know? Yes, I do feel a little tired. Yes, sometimes I start to yawn, to yawn later in the day. Bostezos. <sighs> Just a little bit, right? But then I usually make up for the lack of sleep um, by sleeping more the next night, you know, as long as I don't have anything going on. Like tonight, I'll probably be in bed by like 7.30 or 8, let's be realistic. And and then I'll get seven and a half or eight hours to make up for the five and a half that I got last night, right? But I've come to the conclusion that for me, I should be sleeping about six and a half, really no more than seven hours per night. You know, you hear that eight hours of sleep. Siempre escuchamos eso de ocho horas, ¿verdad? I really don't know about that. I mean, I think that's a general guideline, and obviously, especially for young, growing people, children and teens, they probably need even more than that. But once we become adults, you know, and sadly I am an adult, I'm a 32-year-old man, I just don't think that most of us really need those eight hours. I think if we get seven or even six, six and a half of really good quality sleep, that that's fine. And what do I mean by that? I mean, well, number one, not just laying around in bed not being able to sleep, porque muchas veces nos tardamos para dormirnos, ¿verdad? That's kind of a sign of not being tired enough or many problems that you create for yourself at night, right? Like being exposed to a lot of blue light, always being on your phone or on your computer at night, a lot of loud noises, drinking at night, pretty much everything all of us do in this modern day culture, right? Drinking, loud noises, screens, partying, <laughs> eating late at night, all of these things make us not sleep as well. And so I, in general, try not to eat anything within two hours of going to bed, or three hours typically. Well, I don't drink alcohol anymore. Um, I used to, and I did always notice that I would not sleep as well if I drank alcohol within 
an hour or two of going to bed. O sea, te duermes más rápido, pero tu sueño está horrible, ¿verdad? And I've even measured that with the whoop strap that I used to use that measures sleep quality. But anyway, if you do the right things, you can wear blue light blocking glasses, you don't get too much exposure to screens at night, and if you do, you wear your blue light blocking glasses, um, you turn down the temperature in your room by maybe 5 degrees Fahrenheit como 2 o 3 grados centigrados eso ayuda mucho para el sueño profundo there's a lot of good things you can do like I said, don't eat uh, right before bed don't drink alcohol well, try not to drink much at all but if you do, don't drink within the 2 hours before going to bed anyway, all of these things help to get a better quality sleep and I also typically don't wake up during the night a lot of people wake up to go to the bathroom But the point is, I usually enter into a pretty good deep sleep right away. And if I sleep for six and a half hours, that's usually enough. Now, I have my alarm set for 3.30 every day. Maybe mm, one third of the time, it actually wakes me up. But the other two thirds of the time, I'm waking up before it just by a couple minutes, just because my body is used to that. Now, the question of whether or not we should use alarms, I think this is debatable. A lot of like, You know, holistic fitness and health experts will say, no, we shouldn't use alarms. We should let our bodies wake up naturally. Dejar el cuerpo despertarse naturalmente. Yeah, I, I agree that that's probably healthier, but then at the same time, since we live in this world where we always have to get a lot of things done for the most part every day, for me, a lot of times it's worse if I, act, if I were to like not let my alarm wake me up and then I sleep a half hour, or 45 minutes or an hour longer. Well, then I didn't have time to get done what I was planning to do in the morning, and then all chaos breaks loose, right? And then you're stressed, and your cortisol, whatever levels, you know, your stress hormone levels go up, you're in constant anxiety, you didn't get time to eat right, everything in your health is effed, F-U-C-K-E-D, right? Um, so, I don't know. I think there you could debate it the other way, too. There, I think having an alarm to wake up and using it to wake up early even if it does mean you're a little too tired throughout the day, sometimes may be better for your health because the more you get done in the morning, the more you reduce your anxiety. The point being here is I think for me, I'm going to try to keep getting about six and a half hours of sleep on average per night. Now, if I was trying, let's say I was someone who was really trying to have optimal physical or cognitive performance, right? Like I was trying to, I don't know, be the the smartest person in the world who remembered all of the facts and learned 50 languages, maybe it would be helpful to sleep eight or even nine hours. Or if I was trying to be the fastest or the strongest person in the world, right? Atleta de superpoderes. I heard something about how Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo, would sleep like 12 hours a night lots of times. And that probably makes sense because of all the training that he does throughout the day and his body needs that much recovery. I don't know. If I was one of those people, then I would say, yeah, maybe I should sleep like nine hours per night to give my body and even my mind the necessary recovery from all of that training. And because I do believe too that for fitness, things like being as strong and as fast as possible probably do require as much sleep as you can come you know get in a healthy way maybe eight or nine hours per night and as many of you know i'm very into fitness but um yeah i don't think that for the type of fitness that i'm looking for which is just to have a good appearance to look muscular and you know to have good 
just good general health overall, I don't think more than six and a half hours a night is necessary. Maybe I'm wrong, y tal vez en unos cinco años me muero por falta de sueño, no sé. I hope I don't die in five years because of lack of sleep. But anyway, you can find all of these studies about, you know, there may be links to cardiovascular health, to metabolic disease, etc., etc., due to lack of sleep. I don't know, it's difficult to know with those two because... You know, for example, when we don't sleep enough, our hormones get messed up, right? And when things like that happen, our our understanding of hunger, like we have more of a natural desire to eat junk foods. Ese deseo de comer comida chatarra cuando no dormimos suficiente, ¿verdad? The good thing about me is I don't really get that. I'm just, I'm very disciplined with what I eat and the things I do on a daily basis. So I don't let my lack of sleep sometimes affect what I eat or just the general decisions I make about health and fitness. So because of that, I'm not really sure if those, you know, things that will they'll say like, oh, well, there's greater risk of metabolic disease like diabetes from people who don't sleep as much. But I, I think to myself, okay, but it's probably not necessarily because of the sleep. It's probably because those people, since they didn't sleep and their hormones were dysregulated, ended up eating a lot of junk and sugar right? But if I just don't eat the junk and sugar, I probably won't have that problem. And again, I don't know. That's the key thing you should take away from this is I just don't know what the answer is to this. I just have come up with some theories for myself and I'm finding what works for me in this life. And now what's really cool about sleep is you hear, you know, people all the time do experiments with like sleep deprivation. You know, can you go two, three nights without sleep? I wouldn't try that. Nunca, nunca lo he intentado, ¿verdad? Creo que una sola vez I pulled an all-nighter. An all-nighter is cuando te desvelas toda la noche. No duermes ningún minuto, ¿verdad? I think I did that one time. Anyway, but and I have had a couple nights where I've only slept two or three hours, and it sucks the next day, obviously. But, you know, you hear about things like, you know, military training where they're sleeping for three or four hours a night or even less. Um, and maybe, maybe the body's just capable of adapting to that. I don't know. The other thing that I found that was cool recently is... I read Tim Ferriss's The 4-Hour Body, and not only did I pick up some fitness tips, but there's a part in there where he talks about sleep. Now, he says for himself, he does like to get like 9 hours of sleep per night, but he says that there's this technique that they call Uberman, right? And apparently with this Uberman, it's like the ultimate way to get as little sleep as possible and still function. Apparently, with this, what you can do is take like... 20-minute naps every couple hours, I think maybe like six of them per day, just 20-minute naps, never a long sleep period, nunca un periodo largo de, sueño, de, de dormir, de sueño, and you do that all day consistently for weeks and weeks and months and months, and you're sleeping for like a total of two hours per day because you have six of these 20-minute periods, and you calculate them, you time it exactly when you have to do it, and you set an alarm to make sure it wakes you up right at 20 minutes, and don't miss the alarm because if you screw up the cycle, like the whole thing gets messed up apparently and it doesn't work. But anyway, apparently, apparently, by the way, disclaimer, don't try this without seriously looking into it. No intentes esto sin investigar, okay? No quiero que alguien se muera por falta de sueño por lo que yo dije and keep talking podcast. I don't want anyone to die from sleep deprivation because of something I said in Keep Talking Podcast. So look this up and research this if you ever think about trying this. I don't think I'm ever going to try this. But apparently when you do this, you enter into REM sleep 
as fast as possible. REM is the rapid eye movement sleep where memory consolidation and the important, um, what do you call it, the changes in the brain happen, where the brain sort of uh, resets itself, if that makes sense. And they say that really that's the only sleep that we need to function, and we're only in it for much less than 50% of the time every night. I mean, there is a deep sleep phase where sort of the physical body regenerates itself. They say that's when things like muscles grow and I don't know what else, right? But REM sleep, they say, is the only sleep that's truly, truly important for the functioning of our brains every night. And the thing is, we're only in REM sleep for, you know, I don't know, 20 or 30% of the time, maybe not even that sometimes. So, you know, theoretically, we have all of these this time, maybe four or five hours every night, that kind of seems to be useless sleep, right? O sea, estamos durmiendo, pero sin ninguna utilidad, ¿verdad? En esta etapa del sueño. So apparently, with this technique, you can essentially be in REM sleep almost all the time with like these 20-minute periods. Once again, this is a technique that apparently is called Uberman. I just read about it in The 4-Hour Body by Tim Ferriss. Do not try this at home. But, but if you think, if you have like the next greatest invention in the universe and you need to be awake for 22 hours a day, you could try this. But do not try it without seriously studying and maybe talking to your doctor or whoever else before you do. I just wanted to mention this because there are so many crazy ways out there that people have tried to hack sleep. And some of them are super crazy and extreme like this and may even work. For me, I don't know. I think my best hack is to wake up early every day and get about six and a half hours on average, which seems to be what I need to function well and feel good. Some nights I get a little more than others. Some nights I get a little less. You can hear a lot of planes overhead. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if you can hear that in the background, but this morning all these planes are flying in. And I live like 20 minutes away from the airport. I don't know what's going on. Maybe everyone everyone from Sur America and Colombia and Mexico is coming into Minnesota today. Lots of planes flying in. I hope so. We'd love to see you all. Anyway, well, I think I've rambled enough on this topic. So to conclude, my answer to this question is I think I should get about six and a half hours of sleep every night to keep my mind and body functioning well and to have enough time in the, in the day and especially in that early morning to crush it and get all of those important things done before everybody else is awake and the distractions begin, right? So you can do your own experimenting. Don't try anything too crazy without, uh, without advice from a medical professional. But um, yeah, very interesting stuff. The mystery of sleep. El misterio del sueño. Bueno, talkers, we will talk again soon. Thanks for listening, talkers. Remember that Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English fluency and connect with a global community. Remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco and check out our website keeptalking.co to join our community.